0: Big news, everybody! Dan and I are playing London's O2 Arena. Yes. Well, not the whole arena.
1: I mean, not a lot of people realise that there's that there's other bits of it. So if you just say the O2. Fine, I'm happy with like, that. It's not a lie, is it? So. That's true. Dan and I are playing the
0: O2 Arena, London, our biggest gig yet at Cineworld. and you can be
1: there. This is the Just for Laughs Festival. It's happening on Sunday, the fifth of March. Um, we've got some amazing guests, TBA. It's going to be good.
0: There's some amazing people on the lineup, including Graham Norton, Catherine Ryan. And we can't wait to see you at Just For Laughs Festival. So get your tickets right now. Go to gaynongay.com.
1: Yeah, it's in the afternoon of Sunday, the 5th of March. So if you're in London, come down. If you're not, come down to London or come up to London. Sorry, not everybody lives above London or in London you okay dan some people live in brighton you're right quite a few of our listeners in are, fact are you okay live in brighton yeah, yeah yeah i'm cool great they know what they're doing i'm just i'm <laughs> just not a london uh, london wanker oh you are you not no no, no oh no. i thought you were no no oh no. that's so funny well I've, I've got one foot on in the rest of the country
0: right <laughs> so relatable and real yeah exactly visit gainongay.com to get tickets and we'll see you in 2023
2: coming up when you're trans and you come out you have this weird task of naming yourself if you could pick a name for yourselves, what would you call yourselves? Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Original.
0: A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a
2: lovely little couple, except they're not.
1: Hello, welcome to A Gay... And an on gay It's National Metal Day Well it's not But it was A few days ago Yeah but maybe weeks ago By the time you're listening But metal is of course For the whole year Not just for National Metal Day But in celebration of National Metal Day This week you will get to hear The episode we recorded In Birmingham Whee! home of metal but don't worry we barely talk about metal there was more metal chat than james uh, maybe remembers <laughs>
0: it was recorded at the mockingbird cinema in digworth a few weeks ago as part of the birmingham
1: comedy festival
0: and we were joined by legend trans activist and the woman suing the nhs eva echo plus comedian former dinner lady and winner of the 2022 bbc new comedy award dan tiernan
1: our next gig by the way is going to be next year in march and we're going to be announcing that on the podcast very soon but for now um here's the episode
0: welcome to a gay and a non-gay Welcome everybody wow. to Again an ongoing Live. It does feel a bit like Dan's birthday party because really. Dan is C- from Birmingham.
1: And it's in a cinema. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what, do you
1: normally have your birthday parties in a cinema? Well, pe- well kids do, don't
0: they? Oh, I suppose so. What did you see when you were a kid? Uh, Space Jam. S- yeah, Space Jam. Yeah. I um, can't think of any free, other straight free films. Free Willy. Free Willy? Yeah. Doesn't feel that straight,
1: but I have seen it. Well.
0: Yeah, so there's lots of So Give us a cheer if you're a friend of Dan.
1: Wow. I feel a bit nervous, actually. Yeah, this is definitely the most majority straight gig we've ever done. Yeah, it definitely
0: is. <laughs> like Can we just do that again? Where are the straight people? Give us a big cheer. <laughs> and the gay people? <laughs> I'd say it's pretty half and half, actually. Do you think? Maybe okay. even queer leaning, possibly. Ooh. Ooh. Um, but there is a lot of Dan energy in the room. What does that mean? seen you know, a lot of, like, you know, masculinity. Yeah, well. A lot of straight straightness, energy.
1: Straightness, yeah. well.
0: By the way, Dan, just a quick one. Like, normally when we do these live shows in London... My mum's in the audience, so Dan likes to make a lot of your mum jokes, don't you, Dan? Yes, yes. Um, do you want to d- do an example
1: of a your mum joke? N- I, I can't just come out with them well like she's, that. She's it's not come tonight anyway, so... Yeah, so, and then I would say, like, like your mum or something. Exactly. <laughs> um, but tonight, your dad is in the
0: audience. Yeah, I believe so. So shall I do a lot of your dad jokes? Uh, you can try. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Hudson.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice to see you. <laughs> you all right? Yeah, I, yeah, great. Thanks for coming. Like last night? Wait. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have
1: any more. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come to me throughout the evening. Like your dad? Wait. <laughs> you had an interesting light last night, actually, didn't you?
0: Oh, my God, I did. I went on Grindr. Because it's always fun to go on Grindr in a different place, isn't it? Are you, are you on Grindr? <laughs> You're 15? Oh, my God. I'm sorry about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I went on it and this guy was like, oh I'll read you his message actually because honestly I was quite shocked. It's been a while since I've been on the app. So you can tell, what's your name? Gareth, Gareth, you can tell me whether this is normal behavior. Um, high, deep throat, no reciprocation, no gag reflex. Also love to edge guys. We all know what edge means? Like when you just don't let them finish. <laughs> Review <laughs> below, more reviews available if you want. And then this complete stranger posted a review of how good he is at head, basically, which I'm gonna read you now. So this guy sent me a screenshot, he sent a message to his, someone he slept with, and it said, um, how do my mouth and throat compare to other guys you've used? And then the guy replied with the review, sorry to your 15 year old son.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: the review was, you're the best, no one has taken my calm like you do. <laughs> and was that, was that a
1: screenshot or a cut and
0: paste like text? No, it was a
1: screenshot. Right, so it is legit. So
0: it's a legit review, yeah. yeah. Wow, Great, okay. isn't it? And what did so you re- obviously I tried it. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking, <laughs> I didn't. What but did I just wondered... like, what did,
1: Hang on, what did you reply to that? I, I just screenshot it and left the hat. Right, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I wish I'd asked for more reviews now. But and I wanted to ask you, like, what do you think your review would be if your girlfriend had to review you, Dan? Just pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> just all round, all right. 10 out of 10. <laughs> that's what's giving me the ick about the whole thing. Like, If you have to ask someone to review you, it says that you're not great. But maybe that's their brand.
1: What do you mean, like their brand? Well, they just love reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Some people do. Some people have got a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. Do you want to you ask your boyfriend for a, a, a live review? Oh, your boyfriend's with you? <laughs>
0: no one has taken my cum like you do. You're the best. Would you, would you agree with that for your boyfriend? <laughs> That's a no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good to. Know. Sorry, Dan. Where were we? Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> back to back to being straight. <laughs> so um, <laughs> back to being straight. Please. We do a feature on this show. If you ever listened to a live episode before, we do a, a feature called "Things That Dan Cannot Say." It basically gives me a safe space to ask James and other LGBT people in the crowd questions that a lot of straight people like are really wondering, but they've never been able to ask. Well, out you have to loud. live in do the sh- shadows, don't you? Yeah, because you're always getting cancelled all the time. Yeah, it must be really um, scary being straight. Yeah, you can't walk down the street without someone threatening to cancel you. Well, exactly. Yeah, and like James gets the hump about a lot of things. Do I? Yeah. This feature is called Things That Dan Can't Say, and it gives me like a safe space to ask James and other people in the crowd who, who are LGBT. The and kind of questions that we're all thinking. Well,
0: right? yeah, I mean straight people deserve safe spaces too, right? But in our feature, you're not al- we're not allowed to cancel Dan. He's allowed to ask anything he wants without fear of retribution. So you've all got a promise that you'll allow Dan to have this moment to just say something he shouldn't be allowed to say. Everyone on board? <laughs> all right, well, all right. there is a jingle. Yeah, it doesn't sound like Lady Gaga's Born This Way, what are you talking about. (laughs) Um, Please sing along. (laughs) The lyrics are things that Dan cannot say, he's on the wrong track, baby. Things Things that that Dan Dan Cannot cannot Say say." Okay, let's go. Things that Dan Cannot Say,
1: Things that Dan Cannot Say I'm on the wrong track, baby Things that Dan Cannot Say Things that Dan Cannot Say things Things that Dan Cannot Say I'm on the wrong track, baby Things that Dan Cannot Say
0: OK, OK, OK. All right, so what is it you need to know? What's on your lips this week, Dan? Do you want to sit down? No, 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 not okay. yet. The power dynamic's just a bit off, because well, I've got a lead that's not very long, yeah. so I'm having to sit, but you're
1: stood, just for b- listeners at home. I know, but we're in Birmingham, so we'll do it like this. OK. <laughs> 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 what the fuck does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> can gay people stop saying that everything is gay Christmas because it's really getting out of hand? <laughs> like you can have one thing that's gay Christmas, right? But you, like for you, it's like your vision is gay Christmas. Oh my God, and Liverpool!
0: Then, like, shout out! Very excited about I mean, Liverpool. Then you're like, we had a meeting
1: the other day and someone was like, obviously Halloween is gay Christmas. Yeah. I was like, well, well. well that is true. Halloween is also gay. It is isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. That's I didn't. Know, I really didn't know that gay people had a thing about Halloween. That's genuine. Why? Why? What's the? Well, we're dressing up as. Sluts, what's not to like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you have an issue with all of us just calling everything gay Christmas. I suppose you're right. Like I do call Eurovision gay Christmas. I do call Halloween gay Christmas. I had gay Christmas when Britney was free. Yeah. That was, gay, <laughs> that was a gay Christmas, wasn't it? It was like an impromptu surprise gay Christmas, but it was very much the vibe of a gay Christmas. What else do we call gay Christmas? Right. Pride is, yes. oh my God, of course,
1: Pride. how did I forget that? That makes sense as being gay Christmas, right? But there's but so the, many, aren't there? You, well, exactly, but you can't say that everything, it's like you keep saying everything is iconic, and because you've said it so often, nothing is iconic anymore. I think so you'll that,
0: find Lady Gaga's Edge of Glory is still iconic. Yeah,
1: okay, for you can have that, and you can have the odd thing, but you can't just say, like, someone of RuPaul's Drag Race that's been and gone is iconic.
0: There's a lot of things that are iconic, Dan. It's fine to just call everything that's iconic iconic. That would be really sad. Well, no, because
1: you. I... I uh, are you just
0: jealous that I've not called you iconic? <laughs>
1: I don't feel sorry for him. Me and you can't be iconic because we're putting, How dare our, you? Because we're putting ourselves in the same no, bracket. you're right. Me and you can't, but I can. Well, well you could, but you're not, are you? <laughs> oh, you can't put yourself in the same bracket like, as Nelson Mandela and Freddie Mercury. <laughs> sorry,
0: for a second, I thought you meant Nelson from Nelson's column. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what well, I mean, he's also an icon. <laughs> like? Is he an icon? I don't know. Nelson Mandela, yes, of course, an icon. So you
1: can't put them... But I didn't
0: ins- call him iconic. I said he's an, he's an icon. Yeah, and what do you think Iconic is versus... Yeah, but they're different, aren't they? No. They are. (laughs) They are different. Iconic is far more gay, I think. Even the 15-year-old's nodding. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so there's lots of gay Christmas. You're probably right. We should just pick one. I I would say it probably is Pride, but then... Uh, uh, Really? No. Halloween? Halloween? Halloween. Okay, vote for Eurovision gay Christmas. Halloween gay Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) It's very difficult to know. What would your straight Christmas be? Christmas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's Things Dan Can't Say. Things that I cannot say, things that Dan cannot say. He's on the wrong track, baby, things that I cannot say.
0: Your dad right. was singing along, he was enjoying that, loving it, like last night. <clears throat> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm trying. Cool. I'm so excited I get to do your dad jokes. This is like life for me. So we've got a really fun show lined up for you this evening. We've got some amazing guests, and we're in Birmingham, the home of Dan. Woo! Woo! You're actually celebrating kind of a gay Christmas right now. Isn't there something to do
1: with Slipknot happening? Oh, Slipknot are number one, does everyone know that? Yeah. Slipknot number one in the UK album chart on the third uh, uh, are go. They, are yeah. they from Birmingham? No, but metal is from Birmingham and Slipknot are metal, so I'll take it as a local so one. So metal music is from Birmingham, or do you mean metal the... You've sort of c- touched on something there. Have I? Yeah. Oh, fun. <laughs> like I did with your dad. <laughs> 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 because like metal and Black Sabbath sounds like that because Birmingham sounds like like machinery and industry. All, that's oh, that's where. That's where. It, it that's came. Where, that's Oh, so what? Here. Some workers
0: were like banging on metal stuff, and that's where metal came from. Basically, yeah.
1: Wow. So Tony Iommi doesn't have uh, the tips of his fingers. He's the guitarist in Black Sabbath because he uh, damaged them in in like a welding machine or something. And that's why metal sounds like it does. God. Yeah. Wow. Every day's a school day. I don't really know what to say to that. I'm right, aren't I, Dean? Yeah.
0: Hi, Dean. (laughs) Oh, my God, I only just saw you there. Nice to see you. Um, Dean and I met at Bloodstock Festival. Yeah. A heavy metal festival that Dan dragged me to because I've taken him to gay Christmas a lot and prides and all sorts of things. Um, So Dan thought he'd get his own back on me by taking me to... uh, is it the world's biggest? No. Uh,
1: it's the UK's biggest extreme metal festival, yeah. Yeah, Bloodstock yeah. Open
0: Air. And then I met a gay person at
1: Intermetal. Yeah, Dean. which is Dean. Yeah. Anyone
0: else here gay or queer and into metal?
1: Oh, my God, there's a few of you. Yeah.
0: Oh, my gosh, great. But not
1: you, apparently, after going to no, the Bloodstock Festival. No, it's But I
0: do, appreciate <laughs> I do appreciate that the people that like metal are also
1: sort of inherently gay. Watch the documentary, which is coming out to like its year anniversary. Yeah, um, which is which is quite exciting, and I did like a pre. am pretentious, I did like a premiere here, which you were invited to. Premiere, premiere in this cinema, in this room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't attend. I think but, I was away. But, <laughs> but but we had a wait of a time. So on that note, when I did the screening here, I actually met someone amazing. She's the director of innovation at Birmingham Pride. Eva Echo. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited to meet you in real life. It's been a while, haven't we? We've had Zooms, but never
2: actually
1: have, wait, we haven't met in real life, have we? No, just today. Oh, thank God, because you said it's been a while, so Mm -hmm. I was like, oh no, have I done it again? Congratulations on your new job.
2: Thank you very much.
1: So you are now the Director of Innovation, is that right, at Birmingham Pride?
2: I am, yes. Um, Birmingham Pride is all about change and evolve, especially with our community. Um, We don't want to be stale, not like other Prides. Um, (gasps) um, What 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 does does that mean? I'm not talking, I'm just gonna throw out that shade and just leave it. Do you
1: mean stale as in
2: boring or stale as in like? Just stale as in um, catering for a certain demographic. Like when we look at Pride, we think it's like gay man's party, that sort of thing. And it's all dance music, it's all pop music. But like Sashay to Hell has shown, um, metal community are on the fringes of the LGBTQ plus community who are already on the fringes of society anyway, so we need to cater for them because when I was younger and I was growing up, I was trying to figure myself out. Music was my my thing. Um, I learned to play music, I uh, wrote music, and the, the metal and the, like the alternative rock community is just it 's just so welcoming like when you go to a gig, no one gives a shit what you look like everyone 's facing the same direction, appreciating the music, and you 're just the family. So for Pride, um, as my role, I want to evolve it so it includes more people. We can take into consideration the interests of the next generation and we create a Pride that people want to go to, not that they feel obligated to go to. Yes.
0: (laughs) Amen. I haven't been to Birmingham Pride in so long. I'm (gasps) definitely going to come back. I used to do all the Prides when I was like, well, I basically was the person you just described. <laughs> next year. It's yeah. in May
2: next year, so you better come along and I'll show you around. Well.
0: I definitely will. So congrats on the new role. Dan just did a gig in
2: your yeah. hometown.
1: Yeah, I went to Craig the Heath Did anybody know about Craig the Heath? I've never I'm from Solo Hole. I've never been through Birmingham out the other end, ever.
2: <laughs> How did you find it?
1: It was it was bizarre. I did a gig there. Well, I, just, I did a gig, I did some open mic there. The MC was also the barman. Multitasking. But if I'd known you were that was your ends, I would have uh, I would have brought you down. Let me know next time. Definitely. Well, I'm not going back.
0: How <laughs> <Aww, that> rude! <laughs> um, Eva, you've got a great story about how you called yourself Eva.
2: Yeah, like being trans and like being very visible. Um, I was like, I need to find a name. I don't like. I don't know what. I call myself, like, when you're, when you're born, that job is taken out of your hands. You don't have to worry about that sort of shit. You just, yeah. your parents handle that, and if you hate it, you hate it, you know? Um, but when you're trans and you come out, you have this weird task of naming yourself, and it's like, does the person become the name, or does the, is the, does the name dictate the person, and, and things like that? Um, but for me, um, at the time, um, one of my friend's bands, they had a lot of equipment stolen from their van, so I raised some money for them, and did a crowdfunder. And you know, like whenever you do a crowdfunder, it's always like the first 72 hours, everyone's like, yeah, we're going to pump some cash into it. And then afterwards, everyone just kind of ignores you for a bit. So for the final push, we needed like a grand or so. Um, and I said, look, I'll add part of the band name to my name at the time. Um, and the band name was Eva Plays Dead. And yeah, and right at the last minute, um, Doc Martins, the footwear company, came in and threw quite a bit of money in. So I'm like, shit. There you go, my name's Eva, um, and my name comes from another band, because I was a session drummer at the time, and it was like, yeah, that's the gig where I met my wife, so oh, wow. and the, the band name has the word Echo in it, so I thought, Eva, Echo, plus it makes me sound like a superhero. Yeah, 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 it's so yeah, amazing. Go for it. yeah, Although yeah. the problem I'm finding now is, people don't know how to pronounce Eva, like, is it Eva? Is it Ava? I, I don't really care. To be fair. I've been called worse, so either works for me. <laughs> Isn't that a pretty common name? E-V-A,
1: Eva?
0: Yeah. How would you... That must be really difficult. I've never really thought about renaming myself before. Is it as stressful, maybe not for you, but as it would be for me picking a tattoo, because it's going to be with me forever?
2: Well, I suppose. I mean, you can get a tattoo cover up, covered up if you if you change your mind, and you can get a poll to change your name if you really I guess that's it. true, yeah. Um, but it's like, there's this deeply symbolic thing about taking control when you come out and you say to the world this is me and this is how I would like everyone to to address me so it is such a big moment and I think it's one of those moments that people don't acknowledge enough so yeah acknowledge trans people and you know that just that big step in their lives
0: did you feel like once you stepped into Eva that you, that you changed? and Did the name define you, or did you define the name?
2: I think I'm still working on that one now, mm-hmm. actually. Um, for the first few weeks, people would say Eva, and I'd just be oblivious to it.
1: Oh, really? And then
2: like, there's this moment where it clicks, and you, it's like a light bulb moment. You think, fuck, that's it. That's me. That is me now. And it's such an affirming feeling. Um, words cannot express it at all. And from that moment onwards, you, you own it. You own that name. That's if you could pick a name for yourselves, what would you call yourselves? Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Original.
0: Um, my boyfriend has the same name as me, James. So I already feel like my name isn't James because his name is James. So I actually don't really feel, I don't really know what my name is anymore.
2: <laughs> Does that not feel weird like in bed?
0: Um, Dan's asked that question a lot. Um, <laughs> not Really? No, it's just, I, it's, I'm so far removed from it being my name. It's really bizarre. Also you know like when people will say your name nearby and you think they're talking to you, so you turn around and it's not you. I don't really hear my name and think they're talking to me anymore because I always think it's him. It's a bit sad. So I probably do need a new name.
1: But he did say he did say once when he has a wank, he shouts his own name out. <laughs> so you must have got. Out- I say that? <laughs> Actually,
0: it's your dad that says that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week, J.K. Rowling is back and hating, and she's mm. been attacking Mermaids Charity, and then also Nicola Sturgeon, who's a fucking goddess. Icon. About what she was saying this week, because so she's basically changed the Gender Recognition Act in Scotland, so it's a lot easier to identify as trans and change your correct gender is that right
2: yeah so it's uh, they've moved to a self ID model so here in England you can change your name you can socially transition you can medically transition but in the eyes of the law you are not recognized by that gender so you have to apply for a gender recognition certificate to do so means filling out numerous forms getting medical people to say you are trans enough Um, then you have to supply two years of evidence to show that you have lived in that role and then you send it off to a panel and they make a decision, a panel you have never met before, and they make a decision on whether you're trans enough, if they think, yeah, they sound all right, then they'll send you a birth certificate.
1: And what kind of evidence... Are you supposed to provide uh,
2: all sorts, anything to show that you're actually taking it seriously, and you're not just taking the piss? It makes right. me really
1: sad
0: hearing you say "trans enough" because I can completely hear, I can, yeah, really yeah, feel like, that. Yeah, like even
2: when you go for your diagnosis, there, like according to, um, to WPATH, there is a certain diagnosis process, and it's a case of looking at your childhood, um, how you grew up, how you <coughs> interacted with people, all sorts, and it's just. It's, yeah, it's, it, it's like a tick-box exercise, unfortunately.
0: But Scotland have now sped that up, thanks to... So, yeah,
2: with Scotland, you don't need to go through that whole process of applying to a panel. Um, you simply say, you know, in my case, I'm female. There's a period where it's like a, a waiting period. Uh, you have that point to change your mind, and after that, it becomes a legally recognised statutory declara- declaration. And it just means that so many people have more access to it because when it comes to, like, in, the, in England... Not everyone can afford, you know, even five pounds. We've got a cost of living crisis at the moment. Not everyone can afford that. Not everyone has the right paperwork. Not everyone can afford, you know, different psychologists to sign off a report for them. So Scotland are really leading the way. Definitely, Nicola Sturgeon is on, on the right path.
0: Love her. And the way she spoke is so articulate and brilliant. Straight to the point as well. Yeah, she really came for JK Rowling this week. And just in general, I think we're so lucky to have good politician in the UK like on the right side of history. So thank God for that. Um, But you're someone that has often fought back for trans people and queer people, both on your Instagram, on Twitter, and also in court. You took the NHS to court.
2: Yeah, so um, at the moment, trans healthcare in England is the only section of NHS healthcare that's measured in years. So when you go to your GP and you ask for a referral to a specialist service, it could be for mental health, it could be for a bad knee, then, under the NHS, um, you have 18 weeks to have your first appointment. So you should see someone within 18 weeks. Uh, for trans people, it's measured in years. So currently, I have now been waiting for five years and two months for my first appointment. Um, and I still have no clue when they'll get around to me. And there are so many people out there. There are currently around, I think, 26,000 people in England alone waiting for a first appointment. And there's no mental health support, there's nothing. It's literally an anticlimax. After you've come out, you go to your GP. If your GP knows about what to do, then they'll send you your referral over to your chosen gender clinic, and then you just wait. And then you just hope to one day that they'll see you. But the thing is, when you actually get there, that's just your first appointment. You then have to be diagnosed, which is usually two different clinicians deciding if you're trans enough. They'll then get their heads together, and they'll say, yes, you get a diagnosis. You then go on a second waiting list for HRT, which could be anywhere up to a year and a half or so after your first appointment. So all in all, some, you know, people are waiting like seven, eight years to start a medical process.
1: So what happened when you sued the NHS?
2: So we took um, NHS England to the High Court for a judicial review. Basically, it's discrimination. No other area yeah. of the NHS does this. And it's affecting so many trans lives. People are literally taking their own lives because of it. Um, unfortunately a friend of mine took their own life earlier this year for for those reasons and we're just ignored they cite the pandemic but year after year it has been now demand for these centers has been growing and it's just been completely ignored so we're taking it to the high court and we're actually at the high court at the end of november and if we win then yeah, it's a, it's a big win for the trans community.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> what happens if you win?
2: If we win, then legally, you know, we ha- we have weight behind us to say NHS you need to do better. We can't give you the answers, so we can help you. Um, they're doing stuff at the moment, but it's not happening fast enough. So with an actual judgment behind us, we can really push them towards it. And it's not just trans healthcare. The judgment will then, ha- you know, could potentially set a precedent. So People on mental health waiting lists who've been waiting a year, year and a half. If they can push us and, and fix our service, why can't they fix other areas as well? And
1: do Absolutely. you think it's because they're transphobic and people in the NHS are transphobic?
2: I've heard lots of stories where people finally get to their chosen gender clinic only to be questioned by the like, various clinicians. like, How many items like, of women's clothing do you wear? You don't look female enough. Are you sure you're trans? You're not making enough effort? And it's judgments like that that we don't need because who are they personally to make that decision?
1: And these people, they're not... I mean, clearly, they're not from the LGBT world or they don't seek any uh, advice from charities or anything. Stonewall its just five, probably, blokes.
2: They have a list of criteria that they need to to satisfy. Um, But unfortunately, you know, that chit-chat stage when you first go in... Um, things like that have been said and people have come to me saying is there anything I can do about it?
0: Without going on a huge u-turn side note I I got told I wasn't suicidal enough for mental health help and my friend was told they weren't thin enough for help with their eating disorder.
2: I was told the same thing like from the age of 17 um, onwards I've suffered with an eating disorder for most of my adult life and when I needed help and when I finally acknowledged that I had an eating disorder they assessed me And they said, your BMI looks okay to me. I don't think you're you're thin enough. I don't think you're okay. And if it wasn't for like the other mental health things like suicide, I would have just been on a waiting list for years. But eventually they said, yes, actually you are a priority case. And even then I had to wait like nine months. So
0: going back to bigots and, (laughs) and JK Rowling and people like that, if they were listening to this podcast right now, what would you say? So if Jo was listening, what would you say to her?
2: A lot of the stuff that Joanne and people like her are putting out there. It's just misinformation. You know, like erasure of women, women's rights, and things like that. Feminism isn't just for women. You know, feminism, it's become so diluted these days with everybody having their own version of it. But what I'd say to Joanne is use your platform to actually help people, not just because you've had a bad experience in your life. Um, I mean, Joanne's been very open about the sexual assault and the abuse that she's faced in the past when we look at Liz Truss, who, during the Tory party conference, she admitted that she'd um, suffered sexism in the workplace. There's a Labour MP as well who admitted that she'd been a, a victim of domestic abuse. So these people hate trans women, and it's only ever trans women, because they see trans women as men, and they have an issue with men, an underlying issue. But the real issue is the patriarchy, not trans women. Trans women are more likely to suffer from domestic violence, sexual assault, and all that we're no harm. So get your facts right and actually take the time to speak to people. And if you don't want to get your facts right, stick to writing fictional stuff.
1: <laughs> 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 wow. Um, Eva, it was absolutely amazing to chat to you. We are running away rapidly with time. We're definitely going to get you into the studio. But we're going to get you in the studio. Chat.
0: Love to. Thank, Thank you, you, you so me. much, Eva Echo. Give it up, everyone. Thank
1: you. All right. Are we ready for guest number two? Uh, for the benefit of the tape, there's a rail strike on, um, so we really appreciate him coming down. Uh, he's hilarious. Give it up for Dan Tiernan! Woo! Dan chose Dancing Queen. Yeah as your entrance <laughs> music
3: because
0: it sounds like Dan yeah sing Queen.
3: oh of course and I never thought that Dan sing Queen. that could yeah. be the name
0: of your tour Dan yeah yeah, um, yeah
3: there we go and
0: that w- that's also going to be your drag name if you ever do drag yeah well, yeah yeah
3: it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a wasted trip
1: <laughs> <laughs> well
3: also s- since you're
1: here I'm, I'm wanting to set up a website that's a bit like OnlyFans, but it's just for people called Dan oh yeah so it's Only, <laughs> only Dan but course. I haven't been able to get anybody else on board and I can't just do it by myself. So I was wondering if y- if you were up for <laughs> collaborating on o- only dance.
3: I don't know. It's a bit bleak when there's just <laughs> two dance.
1: Well, no, we, we we would we would start it.
0: Are <laughs> you yeah yeah,
1: yeah, 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 Are you like trying it on right now? Is
0: that what's something?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm willing to be the first one. I think if you came to me with like 10 other Dan's then I'd be like, yeah, fair play, oh, I'm up for it. But yeah, I I, I'm not going to be the first one, mate. I'm sorry. Dan. Do oh, you
0: mate. send nudes? I don't know what else to ask at this <laughs> point.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't even need to think about that. I just immediately was like, nah. <laughs> 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 I smelt a rat. <laughs> um yeah would it would it be nudes uh, on only dance I, I well i don't know i
1: actually haven't been on OnlyFans fans past the point in which you have to pay so i actually i don't know <laughs> but you can um i've been have you not been on any fans have you not used OnlyFans?
0: fans i've
3: not been past the point yeah <laughs> <No>. oh, okay <laughs> i,
0: I did pay for a guy but it was a guy who'd quit the nhs because he wasn't getting paid enough because the pay is terrible and he was like you know what fuck this so he just started selling nudes on OnlyFans, and i was like yeah i'm going to support this guy so i signed up <laughs> And then I left after a month because really? I was just—it was just weird, like paying one person.
3: Was he using like, like what was he? Was he like a nurse or something? Was he was that a nurse. You know, yeah. Was he using that as part of the? the kinks oh thing. no he
0: wasn't actually oh, he's missed a oh, trick I should there. have said that to him
3: imagine supporting the NHS in like a sexy way That's so weird, yeah, isn't like it? clapping for carers
0: <laughs> or slapping for carers <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, Dan Tinan and I both did the Edinburgh Fringe this year how did it go for you Dan
3: yeah it was really really good this sh- I thought really fun month uh, it was yeah I was I say that it was weird isn't it saying it was a good month and then also in that month you've had some of the lowest moments of your life Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah so certainly life-changing experience yeah it's just the sheer volume isn't it it's like 28 days yeah that's just mad
0: it's a it's (laughs) a real mental health journey i think like you have to definitely look after yourself through the month um, for sure but yeah I'm, I'm so pleased it went well dan here has just started doing stand-up but this is confusing having two Dan's. yeah do you say each other's name when you're in bed <laughs>
3: just, throwing, yeah, we'll that question, out, just
0: throwing that question just throwing that question
3: back at you what happens in only dance days <laughs> not only dance exactly you gotta, you gotta get
1: past the paywall to find out, that, <laughs> find out that stuff well i actually did me and james did three nights at edinburgh fringe and like that was enough like three nights was enough for me yeah it's just it's just too much
3: yeah, I had friends come up for, like, two nights and be like, oh, I'm absolutely exhausted. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Do you, do you fly
1: yourself? Yeah. And yeah, how, yeah, I
3: did. I ran two shows this year as well. Right, okay. So at 9pm and then 11pm. Right. So I wasn't done until midnight. And then, yeah, I'd fly at both shows. So I'd come out my 9pm show and just immediately start flying. Oh, God. On the walk down the stairs. Yeah. Right, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was mad.
1: I hate it. And, like... <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's not aimed at me, but we get, like, homophobic... <laughs> people.
0: Yeah, sometimes I feel a bit guilty about doing this podcast with Dan, a straight man, because I feel like he's experiencing the same issues that gay people experience. That <laughs> if he did a straight podcast, he probably wouldn't have to deal with. Does that make any sense?
3: Yeah, for sure. It's character building, though, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, I just hate flying so much. I
0: Was that all
3: you were flying for? Three days. Yeah. Three days. You need to grow up. <laughs> Thank you. I have you. no sympathy for you. But, like, I was exit
1: flowering his show, for example. So, if someone's paid to see him, yeah. you would think they would have, like, a minutiae of interest in coming to the show that he's doing you with would, me. To be fair, but you, they you, don't. You,
3: you absolutely would and I'm like, oh, so, like, will long gay with him. And so, they like, just, like. No more of him. We well. had. <laughs>
1: So yeah, it's just soul destroying. No, like. it
3: is. It is. I think what's weird is you get yeah, you get through. I think the first five days you start to get into a bit of a yeah yeah yeah, yeah. thing with it, and then like a few days later you go back down again. And yeah, Wait,
0: I thought this was sorry. I thought you were talking about being gay. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> just a couple of days, you sort of get into it. <laughs> you
3: get into that. Yeah. Um, so are you dyspraxic? Is that what? Yeah, I've got dyspraxia. Yeah, on paper that's my uh <laughs> There were problems, but I'm certain I have ADHD. Like absolutely certain oh my god doesn't everyone hide? I know I know it's not even yeah well (laughs) still let me have my journey (laughs) (laughs) but Um, yeah so disparity is what I've been dying there's definitely something else going on there as well that I'm saying
0: (laughs) how does it intersect with the queerness and being gay do they intersect at all or are they just completely separate
3: what, what, what do you
0: mean i don't even know i don't even know I what mean, i mean i worse <laughs> at sex than a normal <laughs> i suppose i'm asking do they affect each other does it make it harder being gay with that or is it
3: i don't think i've not think i have i have literally never thought about that how do the two combine together i mean i guess it's just having more than one thing that's different about you right so that's like yeah maybe there's a little bit more childhood trauma or there's you know certain things where you you maybe if you have more than one thing you're more likely to think oh i don't belong in this world you know that's all i can yeah that's the only way i could tie them together i reckon you
1: describe yourself as a dinner lady (laughs) which i love are you a fan of dinner lady i used to be a dinner
3: lady yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for two years I worked in a primary school canteen. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't serve the food. They wouldn't let me know the food. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? All the kids. No, they let me know the kids. That was all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically, like, uh, I, I I, said we were, like, canteen police. Like, we'd we <laughs> <laughs> go around, like, negotiate with them, like, because kids won't eat the food. Like, also had to, like... Uh, police the uh, queue. Often they'd like fall out and be like, ah, oh, they pushed in, and you have to make like a split decision and be like, back of the queue. And then you <laughs> see from their reaction, you've chosen the wrong child to go back. You've, you've got to stick to your guns. No, back of the queue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean that's probably childhood the trauma there, but yeah. <laughs> Deliberately choose the gay dyspraxic one. Back of the queue. You yeah. <laughs> <laughs> takes one to know one. Off you go. Back of the queue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and and what, ha- what happened to your, your dinner lady career?
3: Well, so COVID happened, and then when we came back, all the kids ate in the. Classrooms and we were just like sandwich porters. That was my role. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck this!" Like, yeah, because in the ca- I actually really liked the job because it was just like two hours and it was d- genuinely like quite a high adrenaline. High yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, the year vibes are <laughs> coming. <laughs> the year vibes are coming. And then <laughs> like, running around and like uh, free food as well. Uh, so yeah, no, I loved it. But then yeah, not the sandwich porter. Less, you know, it was less uh, less drama. Yeah, no, I didn't like that. So stopped doing that. Yeah.
1: School dinner's gone up in, in quality since I, I last had one.
3: It depends what you mean by quality. Do you mean in taste or in uh health? Well like, I guess b- So health definitely to the oh, detriment really? of the taste. Yeah, they don't oh. even use salt or pepper in the what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's oh, bland what food. Bland. What are you serving up then? So it'd be uh I think Friday was chips, obviously. Um and then there'd just be things like, I don't know. Do you have a lot of jacket potatoes, lot of jacket potatoes, but well, like pasta, you know, like food. Have you had lunch yeah, before, food. James, have you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't salad or whatever, it was like a still getting there'll be
3: salad options for sure, yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> a, do you, I guess in a way, comedy is quite similar to that because you're still sort of <laughs> shouting at people, um, You've still
3: got an audience. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think my comedy's more entertaining than a, than a dinner lady <laughs> shift. <laughs> but yeah, no, sure. Yeah, there's definitely. Yeah, I mean, there's something inherently funny about me being a dinner lady. You know, I've learned to. I've learned to. to, to yeah.
0: I um. I love your stand-up. When I first saw you you, you, you sort of you do shout at the audience. You just sort of come out on stage screaming at them. Which is yeah. such a such a mood.
3: Yeah, well, it's weird, really, because I'm like a coward off stage. I'm very timid, like yeah, uh, and then on stage, I don't know if something happens. We're, we're, I don't know if we're on... We're, I guess I'm on stage now, am I?
1: Well, yeah, it's weird because we're <laughs> on the same level as everyone, which is really weird. Well, they're yeah. actually higher than us. Yeah, that's weird as well. Because it's a cinema. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Mockingbird Cinema. Yeah. Thanks for uh, for letting us be here.
1: You haven't been doing stand-up very long, have you? You've, it's like a couple of years?
3: It's a lot longer than people think. <laughs> yeah, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I did my first gig in early 2017, but then I had a long time off, and then I was in Australia for a year, and then uh yeah so i'd say about five years really okay but only uh, uh yeah I, I think but minus
1: COVID, i guess yeah
3: of course yeah yeah so yeah. three so yeah and uh, i was shit for like ages as well right uh, okay so yeah but everyone you know everyone says that they're like ah, like, oh, so <laughs> how's your first year going <laughs> it's like yeah well, Dan's yeah. in his first
1: year as a stand-up.
0: Yeah. So are you? I do you don't know tips? Are
3: you probably, Are you going for it then? Are you like What
1: does that mean? <laughs>
3: like, do, you, do you? Are you giving? Are you? Do you want to be a stand-up comedian?
1: Well, I went to the other side of Birmingham to do a gig.
3: <laughs> um, actually, yeah, no. <laughs> <from> that. <laughs> well, that's a
1: good question. Yeah, I guess. Well, why not? Um, sorry, let me just say that like it's like it's nothing because I appreciate that it really. There
0: well, aren't enough straight white men doing it. What? Well, exa- exactly. So. Yeah.
1: There's a um, big
3: shortage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the, I did the um, Soho Theatre 10-week course, and my aim was like, I'm sure I can do three minutes of stand-up to a home crowd, mm. which I did. And then I did that, and I was like, oh, I'm sure I can do another gig, and then it's just I'll do another one, and now I'm doing like two a week, and I'm just sort of seeing where it where it goes.
3: Mm. Uh, but you, must, you like it, though.
1: Well, I like it when it's going well, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's amazing, actually. It is amazing, because it's like, it's one of the only things in the world where you're like, I'm doing it, whatever your agenda is, is irrelevant, I'm just going to get up and do it, and you can't stop me, Uh and it's completely democratic, do you know Uh what I mean? I'm either funny or I'm not, but that's completely, like, meritocratic. Uh do you know what I mean? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Why did you start doing it, Dan?
3: I literally wanted to do it, since I can remember, genuinely. I remember going to get a glass of water when I was a kid, do you ever do that classic thing when you're a child, I've asked other people, I think it was just me, but you would like... In bed, and you'd be like, Oh, fancy a bit of attention, so like go and fake a glass of water. Yeah. Or like and I then did like, sort of it. linger in the lounge with your parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mock the Week was on, and yeah, I was just like, What are they doing? And then, yeah, I was obsessed with it. Yeah, uh, and then I was a magician when I was 12 because you can't do stand up when you're 12. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, I, 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 it, it, w- it never really felt like a huge decision. Like, yeah, it was always just like, Oh, I'm gonna try and be a stand up comedian. You know? Uh, yeah but then uh, I signed up to do a gig when I was 18 and then bottled it and then when I was 20 I started Uh, but I did a little course as well actually what kind of magic have you got you what I can't do magic anymore I'm dyspraxic as well so if you want to know how the dyspraxia affects my being gay the dyspraxia more affects being a magician (laughs) (laughs) no one's talking about the struggle for the dyspraxic magician that's a different podcast (laughs) <laughs> yeah no it was uh yeah i can barely do any tricks that's the worst thing about telling people i used to be a magician is they get excited and yeah they yeah, say yeah. Something. but yeah.
2: the magic,
1: the magic's gone
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: Th- thanks
3: very much
0: um so when we have guests on our podcast we like to play a game well
1: dan likes to play a game
0: yes we um, do we do like to play a game um, and he likes to pitch these game ideas to me uh before the show and i've said no to quite a few of them today yeah
1: Well, basically, James James says no to all of them, and eventually we run out of time, so we just have to go for the least worst option. Yeah. Some of the options for today, because we're of course in Birmingham, where the area code uh, is O one two one. So we were going to play a game called O one two one or Do One. Yeah. Which is, um, we're going to give you a list of names, and you were going to tell us whether you would phone this person up if they gave them your phone number, or would you run away?
0: So Phillips Schofield. Wait 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 wait. No, exactly. <laughs> we're not doing
1: we're not doing oh, that we're
3: one. I'm not so. playing that game. No,
1: no, no. You no. no. so no, just doesn't oh, matter.
3: So, it, so the premise would but be. But f- so, but Philip Schofield.
1: Right. So Philip Schofield gives gives you his phone number. Yeah. Are you gonna phone him O121 or are you gonna run away?
3: But can I O21 him without? Fucking
1: him. <laughs> there's
3: no. There's no. Wait, fu- do you do you
1: fuck <laughs> everyone you
3: call? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, give you my number. It's a bit. Uh, like if Philip <laughs> yeah. says, "Can I have your number?" and then Would I you give fuck him and then want a <laughs> chat about my career. He's not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a great question, though. I mean, previously I probably wouldn't have fucked him, but now that he's sort of mean.
1: What, because mm. he skipped the queue? Yeah, now, oh, I, now he's a villain,
0: right? And he did that thing with the energy now, bills. I know as he's well. bad, oh, but yeah. don't, you wanna, don't you like having sex with problematic? No, just me. Okay.
1: Um, anyway, so what game are we playing, Dan? Uh, well, the other one, of course, we were going to do something about only Dan's, but y- but you're not a fan of that idea, so we're not going to do that. But that was going to be a quiz about people just called Dan. Oh. Yeah, but we're not doing that. Okay. Um, but because
3: this is heartbreaking. <laughs> yes, <Yeah,
1: so>, well, <laughs> they, go, they go from bad to worse. Um, but because we're here in Birmingham, uh, which is famous for a, a number of things. Famous, metal music. Famous for having metal, of course. Famous for uh, Cadbury's chocolate, but also famous for... What was that? Yeah, it's what? famous for... It's what? famous for... For Balti's. Balty? Oh, yeah. the food. Ah. Yeah, we should have done that, actually. But no, it's also famous for canals. There are, of course, more miles of canals in Birmingham than in Venice. So I think it would be... W- yes? <laughs> <laughs> so what? I think it would be... Um, <laughs> it would be...
0: Uh, <laughs> I love the whoop for that.
1: <laughs> that's a fact, that, anyway. That's, that's the fact that what? That
0: you've told me like so many well, times. It's a great fact, isn't it? It its a great fact.
1: So it bears repeating. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, because we're in Birmingham, where there are more miles of canals than Venice, uh, it would be uh, improper not to play a game about canals. Um, so, 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 so we're playing anal or canal? Or, or canal or anal. Or anal or canal.
0: Canal and yeah. Or, it anal will, or, I, or canal it looks
1: better written down. It right looks now. better written down, it's a visual joke. So is it a sex position or a UK waterway? <laughs> right. <laughs> Are we playing this against each other? Dan versus Yeah. Yeah. James? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah so right. So we shout right. our names together. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Alright, first one. <laughs> it's harder than you think. Okay. I've said that before. Uh we so is your dad. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> first one. Stratford upon Avon Canal.
3: Done. That's gotta be a canal.
1: Yes, one point.
3: <laughs> if oh. someone said to you Damn in the bedroom, shall we do the strap I wasn't ready. Ra- <laughs> <wasn't canal>, ra- <laughs> you'd be like, what <laughs> 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 one
1: one point to Dan. Okay, I wasn't ready. I'm ready Th- now. That was an easy one, you should have jumped in. All right, next one. River canoe is uh that sounds like a sex position. what what kind of sex position?
0: Um river canoe. uh okay, I don't I'm not looking at the screen. Uh, well, I the a river Canoe uh, has something to do with like putting your dick inside something and letting it all flow maybe pissing? No
2: <laughs>
1: What? Why have you gone straight uh, to pissing? Because it's like a river isn't it so there's more volume right. I, so it's not that I think it's like a river of spaff and not piss so, Oh so I was nearly right But, but it is a sex position <gasps> Do yeah, I well, get a point? Yeah 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 so that's one all Thank you which is helpful because I've only got three, so... The this is the decider. Is, this is the decider. Anal or canal? Anal or canal? Anal or canal? The magic bullet?
3: Done. Canal.
1: What, what kind of canal do you think the magic bullet is?
3: <laughs> a fast one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not that they were fast canals, but... Um, no, it is unfortunately a... Of a it is. What is the sex position? Uh, I don't know, but I do know it's suitable for pregnant women.
0: The magic bullet? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Dan needs to run to a gig, but it's been amazing to have you on our podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thank Th- you so much. Thank, thank you, Dan Tiernan.
1: Well, I'm easy. off to do the Stratford-Upon-Avon Canal with your <laughs> mum. <so>. Is that <laughs> your next comedy gig? To <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> yeah. <For> some ducks. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> um, thank you so much, Birmingham. It's been amazing to be in
1: Dan's hometown. Woo. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is. It's been so surreal doing this here, actually. It's been really, really weird. Like, it's a cinema, everyone's facing up, which I actually didn't realise until you pointed it out. That's what's weird, isn't it? It's that everything's going up like that. Apart from my stand-up comedy career, clearly. But, <laughs> but yeah, thank you everyone for coming. This has been amazing. My mum died earlier this year and uh, she was originally supposed to come to our show at the Glee Club and she couldn't make it. So this is for her. So um, thank you everyone for coming. Yay!
0: <laughs> thank you so much, everyone. We'll see you in the bar.
1: Yeah, thank you! you give it up for you, back, And
3: thanks for listening, babes. Do the
2: admin and support a gay and a non-gay. Visit gaynongay.com slash donate.